Welcome to Really Old Movies. I'm your host, Harrison Scullin. Today, I'll be reviewing a Frank Capra classic, It's a Wonderful Life, starring Jimmy Stewart and Donna Reed. Okay, so for this review, I'll be reviewing It's a Wonderful Life, and if any of you were fans of my other podcast, Surfing Through Cinema, you'll recognize I actually have reviewed this film before, but I decided to go with it again this year because it's a really good story, and I really wanted to review it again because it it is one of my favorite movies, not just favorite Christmas movie, but it is one of my favorite movies too. And, uh, And I'll get into my thoughts on the plot, acting, directing, cinematography, special effects, and the music for It's a Wonderful Life. Alright, so to start off with the plot, I give it a 5 out of 5. I think it is one of the greatest plots ever for a Christmas movie, and just plots in general of, you know, a a person changing over time. It's got a great character arc, and I recently watched a video from Ben Shapiro of Daily Wire, and he pointed out something I never really noticed before, but this story is actually a play on the classic Christmas Carol story where in that story, Scrooge sees his life um, as how it is and how it could be, right? Whereas in this, uh, it's kind of a twist on it where near the end of it, George sees what his life would be like if he didn't exist. So very interesting play on that Christmas Carol storyline. And it makes sense why I like that one too, because that's also one of my favorite storylines. So just having that perspective and realization that, oh yeah, this is a pretty similar storyline, if not a a take on it. I really like that. And uh, like I was saying, I, I also really love the character arc of George Bailey. He's the most relatable character in the movie. And honestly, how many dads, how many men out there how many parents have sacrificed their own dreams and aspirations to help fulfill those of others, including their own children. Like this is probably the quintessential, uh, you know, story of a, a father, right? This is very relatable. And even though I myself am not a father, I could definitely tell that, um, I'll go through a lot of the same things he went through. It's really, really great story. And I connected a lot with it personally. So, Like I said, I I gave it a 5 out of 5. Great storyline. Great plot. Alright. Now, acting-wise, I gave it a 5 out of 5 as well. I think Jimmy Stewart is amazing in this role. And to me, this is one of his best, if not his best, role. And just the fact, knowing that this is the first movie he made after serving in World War II, really adds depth and character, especially to the scenes where... He's very emotional, like when he's praying in the bar or when he's, you know, on the edge of the bridge there, right? You know, just knowing all the craziness he suffered through after the war, all of his, you know, his PTSD that we call now. So it just really adds to that, adds another layer of how good of an actor he is. And then also I got to make a shout out to Donna Reed. She was amazing in this role as well as, you know, his... Uh, George Bailey's wife Mary you know really great character and great acting on her part as well and uh, she played you know his hope right she's like the best 
this example of hope in the movie. It's really good, great actors all around. Even Mr. Potter, you know, good old Lionel Barrymore, great actor. He's kind of the great villain of the movie. He's really perfect in that role. He's kind of like a Scrooge character. So, yeah, I I love the acting in this as well. Really perfectly put together. Five out of five. Now that goes to directing. Also, five out of five. I mean, what else can I say that I haven't already, right? Frank Capra, he didn't, you know, he didn't go out to make one of the greatest movies ever, greatest Christmas movie ever. He just went out and made a a movie about a pretty relatable storyline. And just over the years, it's become so much more than that it is like it's perfectly set up and you never feel like you're taken out of the movie it's really really good and and you really believe it's all happening you don't think these are actors acting no you really think these are real people right so i really love the directing uh pretty much any scene with uh jimmy stewart and and Clarence, the actor who plays Clarence, uh, it's really funny, really well put together, and yeah, I was very impressed with the directing. All right, cinematography and special effects, once again, a five out of five. Really good. I love the snow that they used in this movie. Having grown up in a snow community, I really appreciated how realistic the snow was in this movie, because sometimes in Hollywood movies, it looks pretty fake, but this looks really real. And, uh, just knowing they actually won an academy award for that it just adds on to it it's it's really good and really believable and uh cinematography wise i love many of the close-up scenes such as when george is praying at the bar and any scene uh when they're before he and mary are married they're like in shot together talking on the phone that was really impressive too you could really feel the emotion and and see what the characters are thinking in each of these scenes really well put together now finally music i gave a five out of five there's not really a score to the movie uh most of the music is just like christmas carols or just other music that's being sung but the way they use them is why i give it a five out of five at the end of the film uh all of the neighborhood has come together to come help george because he's helped all of them so much and just the way they're singing to him and how grateful they are for all the good he's done for them. Uh, it really brings a tear to your eye. It's a really, really good use of Christmas music and just music in general, really. Like I keep saying, this is not just a great Christmas movie. It's a great movie. So because of that, I give it a 5 out of 5. So tallying that all up, that brings my letterbox score to a 5 out of 5, as it has been for a long time. I don't think that'll ever change. I've seen this movie countless times uh Every Christmas I watch it. This year I watched it in color. That I think this is the first or second time I've seen it in color. I personally still like it in black and white, but it's interesting more of the things you notice when you see it in color that you didn't notice before. So if it's a first time watch, I recommend seeing it in black and white and keep doing that for a couple years and then eventually watch the color version. And I guess there's a on Amazon, I saw that there's a, I guess, a mystery science theater, or former characters from that, rather, who did a version of the movie of reviewing it. I haven't checked that out. Might be interesting. I don't know. But it's a great movie. I I really recommend checking it out, especially during Christmas. This is a great Christmas movie. Probably one of the best. Um, 
The only gripes I do have of it, and they're very, very minor, and it, I'm not going to deduct any points for it at all, but I did notice how it's a little... I think the backstory of George takes a little bit too long of the movie. I think a good chunk, like 75% of the movie, is the behind-the-scenes of George. And it's nice to get that in-depth look at the character, which is really cool. But because of that, the very end, it's like 15 minutes from when he meets Clarence. They see his old, his life, what it'd be like if he wasn't born. And then going back to uh, Bedford Falls to, you know, redeem himself, basically. Uh, it's, a, it's a very short amount of time in the movie. A good chunk of it is his backstory. So keep that in mind when you watch it. Um, the most famous part of the movie doesn't happen till close to the, like, last 20, 15 minutes of the movie. But... Like I said, it's a great story, great setup. You get to learn about each of these different characters, how they relate to George, because that's a quintessential part of the movie is how he's connected to all those people. So I guess that makes sense why that takes a good chunk of it. But yeah, like I said, that's the only gripe I have. Other than that, it's a perfect movie. It really is. All right. Well, those are my thoughts and feelings on It's a Wonderful Life. And thank you guys so much for listening to today's episode. Make sure to subscribe to our Instagram and Facebook at Really Old Movies to get behind-the-scenes information about the week's particular film. And new podcasts are released Fridays at 8 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and pretty much everywhere you can listen to a podcast. And once again, thank you all so much for listening to today's episode. This has been Really Old Movies. I'm your host, Harrison Scullin. Take care.